This is the Fantasy Road Show. What up? Are we? How we doing, Ryan? Are we live? We are live. Oh shit! Live, 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 live. Yeah, welcome in everybody. Where is the fantasy trucker today? The people want to know. They <sighs> loved the review from New Haven yesterday. Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh man, that pizza was so good yesterday. Today I am in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, man. Um, on my way back to Michigan, uh, I'll be there tomorrow making my delivery, and then be back home for the weekend. So, pretty stoked about that. Let me tell you, I love it. Um, do we still see some signs of LeBron James around the city? What, what, what's the Cleveland vibe? Um, Cleveland vibe's pretty quiet over here. Um, not yeah. too much going on, as I would imagine. Not much is usually going on in Cleveland, but. <laughs> um you know it is what it is very good um how you doing today well i'm good i'm very good i'm uh just looking over our rankings here and this is where things uh start to get a little bit um interesting yeah we're talking about what like 41 to 60 here in dynasty 41, 41 to 60 today um i think we need to do a proper intro did we do an intro yet i feel like that was an intro I mean, I'm, that was the intro. Yeah, we're talking uh, <laughs> dynasty wide receivers, forty-one to sixty at Cold Sports at Fantasy Trucker. You know where to find uh, us. We are your hosts. You know where to find us on Twitter. Check us out at uh, YouTube.com/slash/SportsEthos. Yeah, we uh, especially yesterday's episode. Uh, well, we're starting to do every uh, you know live um, recordings at eleven a.m. Just like when the podcast releases and. Um, going to try to tie in some fun content uh with video so uh youtube.com slash sports ethos shoot that a subscribe so that you can get notifications when we drop but should be every day at 11 a.m yeah. so and sorry uh, uh i no food review today guys sorry i'm just not yeah. nothing good from cleveland <laughs> so Nothing in nothing in the dog pile. No dog food for Yeah, you. no, no, no. I'm good. But uh Mike, I, I think we should just hop right in and get into it, huh? Let's uh buckle yeah, up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Buckle up. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Go ahead, Mike. Start us off. Yeah, let's just talk about the Chiefs wide receiver room. Uh we have multiple um, players kind of in this tier here from 41 to 60. I think we'll just kind of like segment it out by, um, you know, different topics, I guess you can call it, or different, uh, uh, different groupings. Yeah. And then we'll go ahead and, uh, list off our rankings, um, when that time comes. But let's talk Chiefs wide receivers. I have Kadarius Tony at 43. You have him at 42. I have Rashi Rice at 49. You have him at 52. Um, and then you have Sky Moore down at 56, and I have him at 57. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the order of which we have them and who you like in that room and what kind of is going on there. Yeah, if I if I, I have him ranked in that order. Tony, Rashi Rice, Sky Moore. Um, I do as well. Yeah, you know, Tony Tony's just like that gadget player who's just fun to watch, you know. And um, – you know, they were they seemed pretty excited when they acquired him last year from the Giants. He's just he should be a focal point of that offense. You're going to see some really unique plays coming from Andy Reid um, and Kadarius Tony. They're going to get him the ball in open space. 
Um, but, you know, with Tony, you got to be ready because there's a wide range of outcomes with him. You know, is he going to be able to stay healthy? I think if he is going to stay healthy, he's going to be pretty productive in that system. I don't know. What's your gauge on Tony? Yeah, I don't think it's only physical health that Tony needs to stay, but also mental health. Mm. Um, we saw him today recently. He just shot off a bunch of DMs at Giants fans. Oh, that yeah. Were pretty bad. I saw that. And ha- he came out and said that he was hacked. Um, so yeah, I so. I, he's a he, he seems like a pretty uh, young, fiery, uh, dare I say dumb. Um, he just needs to keep it together and keep focused on football and trust the chief system, trust Pat Mahomes. Um, and almost like how, you know, that some of these players would go to the, the, the Patriots and kind of get their act together. We need to see that happen here in the wide receivers room in order for him to have success. Um, cause they're not going to allow bullshit to enter the locker room like that. No. Not when they're as good as they are and you have leaders like Kelsey and Mahomes on that offense. So I don't know, man, I, I see Tony, I see Rasheed Rice and I see Sky Moore like, anything they can they can end up being in any order we don't know who that wide receiver one is currently or who it will be um tony certainly has a talent and probably the most experience um but uh sky moore is trying to transition into receiver and like become a legitimate nfl receiver and then rashi rice is seems like he's kind of like an Pretty has a good like prototype. Yeah, he's. Um, I think he's the biggest wide receiver in that room. He's like six two two oh three. It's pretty pretty big compared to Sky Moore and Tony. That is. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, who knows? I mean, Rasheed Rice can come in and develop like a lot of chemistry early on with Mahomes, and once Mahomes feels that he just is going to invest time and develop him into being a huge huge asset for the offense. So, you know, I could certainly see Rasheed Rice having a breakout year here. There's just so much up for grabs. But as of now, the safe thing is just to go Tony Rice, uh, Sky Moore in that order for Dynasty. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, my my projection, the way that they're all going to fit in the system, I think Sky Moore is going to be the deep threat. I think he's going to catch those deep balls, so kind of like what um, uh, MVS was in previous years. I'm not, I'm not big on MVS. That's why we're not really talking about him in this grouping. He's a little bit further down for me, but I could see Sky Moore being the deep threat. Um, Kadarius Tony be the possessional kind of guy, short yardage. Uh, he'll get you the yards that he needs to get you. And Rasheed Rice might be that contested catch guy that um, you know when you need a big play, you can go to Rasheed Rice. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, um, I completely agree. Uh, that's something I think we'll see play out relatively early, and you'll probably hear a lot of hype. These guys' ADPs uh, will probably shift pretty significantly based on camp hype and how it looks in the preseason and first few weeks of the season. So keep an eye on that. Definitely. Um, and don't – feel free to reach out. I want to be more – uh, once the season starts, I want to be active and engaged with our listeners and really like help out and respond to, you know, questions based on teams that you guys own or, uh, whatever it may be, however we can help. I want, I definitely want to have a lot of, uh, listener engagement. So, yeah, I couldn't um, agree more. So anyways, that next tier of wide out, you have, uh, you have Jaden Reed, you have Josh Downs, you have Jonathan Mingo. 
um, Rasheed Rice, Marvin Mims. So let's go ahead and talk about them. And why don't you start off and tell us who you got? Yeah, um, I believe I have Marvin Mims the highest out of all of these rookies in this kind of grouping. And um, that's just because, you know, Sean Payton runs a great offense. And I could see Mims being that deep threat pretty early on with Russell Wilson. He Russell throws a great deep ball. I mean, the guy's a gunslinger at heart. I don't think that's going to change. Uh, I do think he has a better season this year, as we've talked about in previous episodes. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, Jaden Reed is another player we're pretty bullish on. I know he's gotten some hype pretty early on, but it's kind of cooled off as of recently. But, um, you know, all these rookies that in this grouping, I could easily see take a huge step up in the rankings next season and uh, kind of be some pretty trustworthy guys moving forward. Yeah, I like Jaden Reed. Um, you've heard nothing but good things from him so far. I have him at 46. Uh, then Mims at 48. I, you talked briefly about him. I mean, he was a stud for Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, really stretches the field. We know how um, how Russell, you know, connected and, and helped Lockett evolve as a receiver. Um, so if he finds that role, that could be very beneficial. I do like Judy as like, he's kind of that deep threat in my mind too. So it'll be interesting how that plays out. Um, Jonathan Mingo, to be completely honest, like I just don't know that that offense like has so much to figure out. I don't know where he's going to fit in. Yeah, but I know you're, you're pretty high on Well, that wide receiver Uh, room is pretty wide open to me. There's nobody that is guaranteed to be the number one target for, for love or for, I'm sorry, for young, so, you know, he's 6'2", 220 pounds. Like, he has the archetype to be a, a true number one receiver. And if he builds a connection with um, with Bryce early on, man, he's I, – I could see him being a, a pretty, you know, a pretty good piece for them. Yeah, really anything could happen. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's such a wide range of outcomes. Well, also, the, any of the, the team should be – Any of these offenses where all of – there's questions still have to be answered like we're gonna find out i mean that's where you see a lot of movement on these rankings boards is um we're taking our best guess out of how things are gonna shake out in those offenses and just kind of having our rankings reflect that yeah and i just think this carolina team is gonna be a lot better than people think so yeah um what about josh downs um josh downs is interesting you know he's you know, I just, it's hard to have excitement towards any Colts wide receiver. And I'm sure you feel the same way. I just, I don't know. It, the only, the only thing that's intriguing about Josh Downs is that Reggie Wayne came out and said that he, he thought that Josh Downs was the best wide receiver prospect in this rookie class. Like he, he, and he was a target monster in college. You know, he, I don't, he had like some absurd, almost 40% target share in that offense in college and um i don't know he should fit as a slot receiver in indy how valuable is that going to be time will tell with uh anthony richardson if you can figure it out but i mean he he should see some uh some decent opportunities this year yeah um i certainly like him as a wide receiver Uh, he was one of the one of the guys i had my eyes on pre-draft and then he went to the colts and i'm not high on him anymore because i'm just such a I'm just so down on Anthony Richardson, like probably more than most people are. Yeah, I would say so. Um, so that's kind of how I feel there. Um, anyways, I don't know. Let's talk about um, 
some of these younger guys, let's, let's talk about some of these younger guys who are looking to take that next step in their career mm -hmm. and really solidify their role um, and their trajectory here in the NFL. And I want to start with someone who is in Believeland. <laughs> he's trying to rejuvenate his career. Yep. I think he's going to, I think he's an incredible talent. I think he has a, a quarterback who is trying to rejuvenate his career as well. Um, they have developed a pretty amazing chemistry as we've heard so far in camps. Um, and I think they're going to really um, take that jump and develop kind of re you know, that rebirth they're both looking for. They're going to find it together and have a lot of success together. And that's Eli Moore. Yeah. Elijah Moore. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, I mean, I think he's one of the best values in drafts. Like he's, he's being drafted way too low. I'm, I'm gobbling him up everywhere I can. Um, he's just crazy talented and he should be heavily involved in this offense. The Browns, as I've read, are trying to emphasize a fast tempo offense. And, um, you know, he should be he's, – he's been a standout target so far this, this offseason. Um, there's been plenty of reports. I've seen a couple of highlight videos on, on – I think you sent me a few of them where uh, Deshaun Watson yeah. hits him in the flat. And he's – he just – they look good together, man. I don't know. I just I, – I could see Elijah Moore having a huge season this year. Yeah, I love Elijah Moore. He's one of my favorite value picks. I have him as a sleeper 100%. Um, so I couldn't really be higher on Eli Moore. Kind of like I said, I was probably the lowest person in the industry on Anthony Richardson. I'm probably, yeah. I don't know. There's some, he's been catching a lot of hype, but I'm definitely been riding that train for quite a while. Yeah. There's, you have definitely been, been the conductor of that train in my opinion. However, um, the train's getting pretty full as of recently. I, I see a lot of people talking about him. Uh, yeah. A lot of people grabbing him in drafts. Like people are kind of catching on yeah. to uh, his upside in the Browns offense as a whole. So, yeah, um, everyone get off the train. Uh, <laughs> I am. You heard from Ryan. I am the conductor. This train is full. We are moving forward. Um, I'm so glad you're in Cleveland because I am high on the Browns. I'm high on Deshaun Watson. Um, let's go dogs yeah dog pound they got a new logo and everything yeah so um moving on from him i mean we've already set our piece on Cortland sutton we've set our piece on tyler lockett uh what about rashad bateman we talked a little bit um there but i want to hear your thoughts yeah rashad bateman's just uh i don't know i i feel like people are chalking him up to be um lamar jackson's number one wide receiver and i, I just don't know if that's really the case right now like, yeah, it, it seems that way, but he he hasn't played much. Uh, he missed the eleven uh, last eleven weeks due to, to the Liz Frank injury. Um, you know, he missed his first five games due to a, due to an abdominal surgery. Like, I know, yeah, he was a first round pick, but I don't know. I just don't think he's guaranteed to be that number two target for Lamar Jackson. And um, yeah. I don't know if if he can stay healthy. And he has a full season with Lamar, and Lamar gets better. I can see him being a breakout candidate, but I don't know. I, I think I'm kind of betting against that one. Yeah, I um, I'll say 
what I was going to say when you you said his his number one receiver, Lamar Jackson's number one receiver, my comment was going to be like, even if he's Lamar Jackson's number one receiver, he's not going to be his number one target. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. So no, I, obviously he seems to be like he, he'll be the wide receiver one on the team. But, you know, yeah, no, yeah, that, you know what I'm trying to say there? That, no, exactly. That's was that was my point. I was going to build on it by saying, like, I don't know that he's going to be that wide receiver one. I personally think Zay Flowers, just the type of receiver he is, fits better in that offense. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe if Bateman, if Lamar was one of these guys like a Russell Wilson who wants to throw that deep ball more, maybe. But I, I don't know. I think that Zay Flowers, we already talked about him, but I think he fits that offense a lot better. So I do have Rashad Bateman a little bit lower uh, at 45, whereas I have Flowers up at 28. So that's a pretty significant uh, significant gap there. Yeah, they're both young too, so that kind of shows uh, wh- what your gauge is at, you know? Yep, absolutely. Um, another guy that I want to talk about is Nico Collins. Mm, I love me some Nico Collins this year. Yeah, um, I do as well. Uh, I have met 52. You have met 60. I have met 52 because I think I like he had a sneaky good year last year and looked really good yeah um he looked like a true receiver on that team um so i expect him to kind of be the first man up that steps up and kind of leads things in that houston wide receiver room and gets stroud feeling good and kind of you know caught up to speed here in the nfl yeah i mean he's the biggest wide receiver there he's got he's six four 215 pounds to me, he's a breakout candidate. I'm going to be moving him up in my rankings. Uh, you know, reports are already coming out. He appears to be Stroud's favorite target during the offseason programs. And I just I, I think he'll be the best receiver in that room this year. But I, I don't know. I just feel like this this Texans team is going to look very different in the next few years. Like, I, you know, Tank Dell looks great, too, but he's real tiny. You know, I don't know. I, I just don't think that wide receiver room is solidified for for like the next five years as of right now, the way it looks. It could look different in a couple of years. Yeah, um, we'll find out. I mean, that's going to be one of the more interesting developments. Him and Bryce Young kind of in a similar situation, both come into the league, but don't really have any surefire pieces with them. Yeah, they both drafted um, young uh, wide receivers, but they they're not really highly stouted so it's it, you're, you're absolutely right it's gonna be interesting those two the way that that shakes out yeah um another wide receiver room that needs to shake out we talked about Jaden reed i want to talk about romeo dobbs mm. um he's been getting some glowing reviews too man like christian watson is the athletic freak in that room Jaden reed is seems to be the sure-handed slot but romeo dobbs um, has been getting some pretty glowing reviews here lately, and they're saying that he looks like he's developed the best chemistry right now and is the most trusted by love. Uh, that's all talk. We'd love to see it on the field, and that's another wide receiver room. Like You would think Watson is being you know, the alpha in that room. However, I think Dobbs is the best value today based on – both in both French in, in both dynasty and redraft based on his ADP and where his ceiling could rise to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I related a lot to what we were just talking about with um, 
Bateman and Flowers in Baltimore. How, yeah, Watson is the number one wide receiver for the team, but it's very possible that Dobbs out-targets him this year, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I don't think we need to get too in – like. When we re when we go through the divisional breakdowns, we're gonna break down each team by team so we can go and rehash like looking at it from this season scope. So we're just kind of like giving your thought giving you our thoughts on uh where we currently have them from a long term uh landscape and a lot of that still has to play out. So you're seeing a lot of guys um in this kind of tranche that um have a lot to play out and we'll see what happens this season. That narrative will be written a little bit more, but um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Just take your chance, you know, plant your flag on a couple of these guys and see how it plays out. You might be able to hit the lottery on a couple of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna just move on to where I start naming out my rankings and if there's someone you want to talk about maybe highlight them um cut me off and we'll talk about them but i you know i don't i don't, I don't think we need to sit here and dive into each person um you know i, no. I think we can just kind of li list off our rankings here and kind of see how things shake out yeah no it you know i'm glad that we were able to go pretty thorough with the top say uh you know top 40 um receivers here this bottom half, you know, they're ranked down here for a reason. You know, like we were talked about with the running backs. Um, you know, there's just not much to talk about with them. Yeah, they're intriguing. There's a possibility they could they could blow up and you know have some sustained success. But um, as of right now, they're just they're all kind of dart throws. They're all risky picks. So, like I said, yeah, I think it's important to understand like the ceiling. Um, like what their ceiling and floor looks like and you know, what, what the variables so that you can assess the risk um, and make your decision that way on these players. Um, I like this. I like this little grouping a lot because I take hard stances on guys and then I go ahead and get them in trades. Um, so, you know, I think uh, you're going to see us talk about these guys a lot more like in our sleepers section uh, that we'll release next week. But um, yeah, let's, uh, you know, we can, there's a, kind of when you say like we went really thorough in the players at the top of the ranks, um, we could go, we could talk all day about these guys, but it's all going to be speculation. It's not solidified roles. So definitely. Um, anyways, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do my 41 to 50 right now. I got Tyler Lock at 41, Elijah Moore, Kadarius Tony, Cortland Sutton, Rashad Bateman. 46, I have Jaden Reed, Mike Williams, Marvin Mims, Rashi Rice, and then Jonathan Mingo uh, there at 50. Yeah, and I have uh, Keenan Allen at 41, followed by Kadarius Tony, Mike Williams, Tyler Lockett, Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marvin Mims, Jaden Reed, Elijah Moore, and Josh Downs rounding out my top 50. Yeah, and then here we go at 51. Rondale Moore I have at 51. Um, Nico Collins, Romeo Dobbs, Juju Smith-Schuster, Dart. Darnell Mooney, Wandale Robinson, Sky Moore, Gabe Davis, Brandon Cooks, and Jacoby Myers. Yeah, that looks like a good list to me. I got uh, Jonathan Mingo, Rashi Rice, Gabe Davis, 
Brandon Cooks, Darnell Mooney, who, by the way, I mean, did you see? This guy looks jacked this year. Have you seen yeah, this? Did you that. saw that picture yeah. of him? This sure, little, I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, you sent it to me. I think so. Yeah, Dub Bears, watch out. Uh, Darnell Mooney I have at 55, then Sky Moore, Wandell Robinson, Rondell Moore, Romeo Dobbs, and Nico Collins. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Darnell Mooney a little bit. Uh, since you are the resident bear guy, uh, Bear Don, tell me about Mooney. What do you? How do you think he fits in this offense, both this year and in the future? I, you know, I think he has a bright future. Um, he was kind of miscast over the last couple of years as the quote unquote Bears number one receiver. He was never that. Like he, he never should have been that. But the, because of the lack of weapons the Bears had. He kind of just had to fit that role, and he did it pretty well, in my opinion. But now that we have a a real number one wide receiver in DJ Moore, I think Darnell Mooney has the best season he's ever had. I think he takes steps. He's gotten bigger. He's not that skinny receiver anymore. He's actually got some meat on his bones now. And if you haven't checked out that picture, go check him out. He looks jacked, okay, jacked. I, I'm excited about Darnell Mooney. Um, you know, even Claypool, I know you're high in Claypool. So, uh, we'll talk about that. Not really. I, well, you've, from what we've conversations we've had recently, you're making me feel like you're pretty high on Claypool. So once we dive into the NFC North, we'll really find out exactly our, what our gauge is. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited about Darnell Mooney. I, I, I think he'll have a, a bright career with, uh, Chicago if he stays with it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I hate Claypool <laughs> like as a, as a person for sure, but like, I just think he's so low and his talent is actually very high. So yeah. it's like, yeah, he's kind of being left for dead right now. You want to take a last, last round best ball shot on chase Claypool. Like it was only last year. They gave up a 31 overall pick or whatever that 36 overall, uh, whatever 32 the, overall, 32 overall pick for him. Like, uh, but anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get into the bears. We'll get into that wide receiver room a little bit more. Um, can't wait so all right well uh, i think that about does it um thanks for tuning in uh, again check us out on twitter check us out on youtube.com slash sports ethos and uh stay tuned and buckle up Peace.